Welcome to the Heal Your Life With Us podcast. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Chrissy. Are you ready to get healing? Let's do it. Let's go. Woohoo! I am so excited today because we have Lisa Rivera with us. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Welcome, Lisa. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so, so much for making me a part of this. I have been listening. I'm an avid listener. I'm a fan. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. And we are a fan of you too. So Lisa is amazing. She is not only a hair wizard. We're just going to call you a wizard. Yes. A sorceress of hair, shall we say. I love it. I love it. She can transform your hair into magic. And she also is on a yoga journey, which uh, Chrissy and I both have a lot of fun yoga stories we're going to share, but we love your story of from hair to yoga and everything that that's done for your soul and your life. So how did that happen for you? What happened there in your life where you were like, yes, I need yoga right now? I think yoga called me. I think it called to me specifically. Um, As a kid who did a lot of sports um, back in the day, back in the day, day, um, (laughs) I was always kind of, we were taught to just be the fastest, the quickest, the, you know, you got to be ready to be, you know, speed, agility, speed, agility. Um, We never focused on mobility. So when I became a hairdresser, um, it definitely, it, it, it works your body. It works your body big time. You're standing in a lot of weird positions that your body is not really made to do. Um, a lot of weird, uh, bending over, sitting back plus, you know, and plus you want to make it more comfortable for the client. So you're really adjusting to them. So I was watching, I think it was a reality show like the biggest loser some type of weight loss extreme makeover something like that and they were doing yoga for mobility and they were doing more for like doing it before to lift or to do their cardio or to do you know it was more of like a stretching warm-up sort of thing so I originally got into it for athleticism mobility and just being better on my feet at work hmm. um And then just recently, so I started doing it more athletic yoga. So a lot of, I remember hearing Chrissy say in a podcast, she's not big on like sun salutations. Like, you you know, you're, you're up, you're down, you're on your, you know, you're playing. And that's, but to me as a athlete, if you want to call it that, if that's, you know, whatever, um, that's, it was that constant moving of the yoga and the sun salutation. So that more athletic breathy yoga was more. Um, I was drawn more to that, but then as of recent, I went to my first Reiki session probably about six-ish months ago, and um, I found out that now my heart is being more called to the spiritual side of yoga. Mm. Um, I had no idea, no idea the amount of depth that yoga was going to create in my life it wasn't just about mobility it wasn't just about stretching it wasn't just about downward dogs and you know child's pose and all that stuff it was a at this point now it's become a practice it's become a journey it's become a inner 
I guess journey would be the word. It's become an inward journey that is now being presented on my mat as a physical manifestation, if that makes sense. Yes. I got chills. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yoga, you, when you first started, you were like, it's all about the agility. It's all about, yeah. I want to get more flexible. It's all about the agility, but actually there's a huge part of yoga that you were missing in the beginning, which was the mental part of it. Cause Ooh, yeah. it's very mental as yes. well as it is something great for your body. Physical. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even yes. know that about it until recently as well. I love that you started it for you to be stronger physically yes. Yes. and it ended up helping you make me make you stronger mentally and spiritually. That is like, I think the whole reason for yoga, yes. <laughs> right? It was like, it found you it to, to help you. So no, totally. It's been, um, so the beginning of yoga and to just kind of like summarize it a little bit, it's always been a spiritual practice. So the origins of yoga has always been a spiritual practice, but we as Americans and, uh, we kind of, we wanted to kind of pick it apart and take the spiritual part out of it and make it more about us having like a yoga body. So like having the yoga, butt, the yoga, you know, the, the chiseled, you know, yoga, crazy, you know, dancers pose, Instagram yoga body. So, um, and, and not just, we haven't just done that. We do that all over the world. We kind of pick up, pick apart spiritual practices like that. But, um, so it has been incredible and I would say transformative if I can get that out correctly in my, in my life for sure. Yeah. So where in your journey, did you feel that it changed for you? you so and you're still sort of strong in your body like did it help your body first and then where yeah. in your journey did you start to feel the magic happen um I think when the the probably the shift from the physical transformation of and getting stronger was definitely more when I incorporated meditation and even short even a short meditative practice so you know um sitting in a cross-legged position or however you need to sit in order to keep your body, you know, upright and just doing a five minute, it could even be a silent, I enjoy guided meditations with my yoga, but even just sitting there silent with your eyes closed. Um, I started doing those more in yoga classes, like in gyms and studios and stuff like that. And that's where the shift came from because I think from that point I was like wait a minute this isn't just a physical movement situation this is a this is a full body mind physical body experience so I think that's when it it shifted and that was probably a couple years ago I think do you find that when you started doing it like both all well all of it together mind body and soul kind of how did it help you with your physical body doing hairdressing now like what changes did you see because I know I've seen changes starting it up again yes so as far as physical definitely um the biggest thing and I do this all the time even to this day this is my number one thing so when you are shining your chest forward in yoga and your um your shoulders will automatically kind of rotate backwards where your shoulder blades kind of go into your back a little bit 
Um, in order to be a hairdresser, you're constantly like, cause you want to almost like engulf your client, right? Cause you want to be like in their hair. And for me, physically, it made me be like, mm, that's not, you don't, mm. you don't need to be in that position. Your body needs to be in an upright, you know, shine your position. So mm -hmm. that was really big for me. Um, hip shifting too was something I was doing when I was doing foiling or when I was cutting hair, I was shifting my hips into a position that it, they didn't need to be in. So shifting my hips. Now, as far as like a mental transformation with hairdressing, it has taught me to calm the monkey brain. Um, I think a lot of hairdressers have a lots of uh, things, monkey brains, anxiety, ADD, ADHD. I think that's what makes us creatives. It's almost like it's a, a yin and a yang for us, but it makes me stay present with my client, 100% mm -hmm. yeah. present. And I don't let, yoga has taught me that the monkey brain is there to distract you. And when you're in that creative process of creating hair, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, bring that in. Yeah, stay present. So it's been yeah. great. Did That's amazing. Find, yeah, it, it's not just hairdressers that have the monkey brain. <laughs> we all, we are made oh, of planet it. pretty much. <laughs> Literally, it needs to be a universal fun yeah. little yes problem, if you will. Yep, and it's all there all the time, jumping around yep. in there, talking about bananas. Uh, and I think that the yoga part of it, I didn't realize was think about the stretch, think about the pull, think about how this feels when you're in this pose, think about what this is doing to strengthen you. Every time I'm in, you know, sort of a forward bend or boat pose or something, I'm thinking like my body is healing. My back is getting stronger. My mind is clear. Like I'm, I yes. physically am taken out of those worries. And I didn't realize that that was sort of a part of yoga. Like you can't just do yoga and not think about doing yoga. You have That's to exactly be right. fully present doing it. Yeah. Yes. When you feel that what we call prana, which is energy, and normally your brain says when you're in boat pose, like it, it, it sucks, right? Like you're in boat pose and you're like, okay, your brain's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. This is horrible. Everything hurts. Uh, you know, I don't want to be on my tailbone like that. I don't want, I don't want to do this. But you, when you stay physically present, you think that exact thing, you're like, my body is healing. I am getting stronger. I am feeling this for a reason. And it is positive you immediately go to a better place. I, I just love that about yoga. And I'm I'm not saying that other forms of exercise or any other practices that are physical aren't like that, but I feel like for me, it has been the best way to stay physically and mentally present for sure. Yeah, I think that the biggest way that I use yoga, and I'm pretty sure you probably use it this way too, is a release of energy. So like after I'm done working on a Reiki client, you know, and it's been some, it was some deep energy, you know, some strong energy. I have to go home and I have to release that energy doing mostly for me, it's hip openers and it's shoulder and neck openers. Cause that's where I store it. And once yes. I do those yoga poses and I hope, but I hold them there for a little while, I've released mm -hmm. all of that energy and I feel like a million dollars. 
it's it's huge i'm and i remember you talking about yin yoga and recommending yin yoga that was a brilliant recommendation because people who do reiki or massage therapists that are you're actually touching other people even empathic people who are pulling energy from the people that are in the room or whatever if you need to go relax go into a room or a safe space dim the lights close your eyes maybe light a candle and sit into you know get a t it, it could take five minutes and just mm -hmm. get into a yin pose that uh for most of us is in the neck shoulders hips um hamstrings even if you can just get in a yin yoga pose and i mean something easy something super easy uh, like a pigeon pose which is actually easy to get into but kind of hard to maintain it will release every bit of stored uh, energy that has all been in it. you all I just like you breathe it. through it. You breathe through the pain of the yin yoga. Ooh. And then like you just, I just envision like all of this breath just growing, you know, it's going through that spot in my hip when I'm in pigeon. And then it's like five minutes later, I'm it's gone. Everything it's is gone. It's, it, it's so wonderful. Yeah. So, so wonderful. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So what advice do you have? Two, two part question. What advice yes. do you have for someone that's just starting out? Also someone like me who has chronic pain, EDS, where my ligaments are loose and I'm nervous to go into the pose because it could shift bones and ligaments are not holding things in place. And I, it could be a migraine for me. Chrissy and I used to do yoga Tuesdays and it was like, I would get in it and I would love it so much. And I'd be like, this is amazing. And I'm hitting new levels. And then I would go home and my neck would be out. My hip would be out. And it would be like this stopping point of discouragement of, I can't go forward because my body is not allowing me to be as strong as I want to. Right. So what advice do you have for both people starting out, but both people that live in this sort of chronic state of, am I ever going to get stronger with this? Right. Right. Essentially, really good questions. First, for people who starting who are starting out, I want to say this, but I really truly want it to like to to land is don't be intimidated. It, it is not an intimidating practice. It, it in this world of the you know interwebs and social media and stuff like that, we can definitely make it seem more intimidating than it is with the pictures and the you know, the people who are doing splits in the air and splits up the wall and doing it, just get, go on Amazon, get a $20 mat, put it on the floor, carpet, hardwoods, whatever, and just sit there, put your feet in a butterfly position, crisscross applesauce, however you want to do it, uh, in a straddle position that we used to do as cheerleaders, you know, like just sit in that and just feel how your body is reacting to each arm, each leg, each elbow, each hip joint, you know, that is sitting in that position and just do it. I just um, pick a YouTube channel that's got a beginner's YouTube uh, intro. You know, if, you know, if you're too intimidated to go to a class for the first time, because classes for a novice can be extremely cray cray. Yes. Um, so, you know, don't do that. I, I get a YouTube video. My fiance has, he's from, you know, he was in the military for 20 years. He's like, what is this young know, stuff? But he's like, <laughs> you know, but he, but he was wonderful and he sat and he's great at it now. We do 10 minute practices nice. every morning. 
Um, he gets in it, he breathes through it, and he stretches and keep it simple. Keep mm. it simple. My 11-year-old okay. gets in poses, down dog poses, mm. child's poses. If you sit in a child's pose for 10 minutes, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I didn't, I don't think about that. Keeping it simple. That is great advice because I am a seven. And okay. Also Lisa is an Enneagram four for those of you listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that creative, romantic, amazingness. Uh, but yeah. I am a seven and I go all in. I mean, like I go, I'm like, I want to go to the top of yoga. Right. So right. I want to do it all and feel all the feels. And that is not the right way to do it. Right? No. And I would even just to segue, I would even say, uh, for somebody like you, when you really want to, you want to be enlightened, like immediately. You're right like, away. <laughs> Give me the light, all the light in my face. You're like, I'm going to get in this, in this, you know, warrior too. And, and, you yes. know, I better be, you know, touching the, uh, the higher power or whatever, but you, you know, so I would also say to you, who's been, been doing it and feeling these feelings of, oh my God, I may have. Uh, misaligned a neck or a, a hip or something I would uh as cliche as this sounds I would listen listen to your body when you get into a pose um I would something that's really difficult for me is a simple quad stretch so if you are in a low lunge and you're got one foot in front of the other and you've got your leg extended out behind you your left leg and your right legs forward and you are just trying to pull that leg up to grab it, to do that quad stretch. It's awful for me. Yeah, me too. Um, I've been doing yoga for 15 years. Um, it, I can't do it. <laughs> well, and that's a I great uh, insight right there is listen to the body. If you can't do something, don't force it. It's not do right. Not. That's not. right. Yeah. Cause like, I think you just told me this the other day, Kaylin, how you were doing some yoga poses and you were like, I love this one, this one, and this one. And when you said <laughs> that you love them so much, like those are the three that you just need to keep doing over and over and over. Cause go I know to them over and my over favorites. Over. Yes. Just go to them. Yes. Cause yes. like I only do my favorites. Like I'll put on meditation music. Cause I want to do it for like 20 minutes. And I yeah. only do my favorite yoga poses. That's it. Is that good advice? Like, is that good advice to do? Like, do you need to branch out and do other one? Why do I feel like I need to do them all? Because you want to do them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's up here, you know, but okay. like, you gotta, you gotta kind of listen, kind of take the ego out, right? Hmm. You gotta take the ego out. You gotta hmm. take the ego out and you gotta listen to your body and your soul and your heart and really just go like, I'm, I, dude, let me tell you how upset, even 15 years later, how irritated I get when I watch my fiance do a quad stretch and I can't do it. <laughs> Two weeks from now, I'm going to be a certified yoga instructor and I still can't do it. And I watch him do it and it makes me want to like crack skulls. I'm not even kidding. Like he makes <laughs> me want to lose my mind, but I cannot do it. So I have to come out of my ego. I have okay. to come out of that because when I get into a lovely pyramid pose I that's where I shine right and it feels fantastic so that's where I have to you know wind it in why bring it back in yeah you, and, have to, you definitely have to work with the ones that you love the most like uh, Matt and I did P90X for like a year and one of the 
one of the classes is yoga. And I would get super excited about this. I'd be like, yes, it's yoga night. And he'd be like, I hate yoga night. And then we'd get into all these yoga poses and he likes the opposite ones I do. Like he likes all the like, yeah, he loves dancer's pose. I hate dancer's pose. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That was Yeah. Um, so uh, just a little insight on that. So men and women obviously are different. Like when I'm in yoga class and I'm with a man and he's next to me, or I'm with, you know, six girls and two guys, and we're all doing the same classes and the same pose, and we're all doing different modifications of each. So men are just in this, cause we, we just have so much going on in us with hormones and shifts and body, you know, from having children to just, you know, hormonal aging, everything. So men are a little bit better with balance than we are. Really? For Matt to be, because his hips are probably aligned and his center of gravity is probably a little better because you're a woman you've had kids, your body has shifted beautifully. It's a beautiful thing. It's meant to happen, yeah. but he probably gets into dancer's pose easier. He does. Yeah, and he can hold it. Yeah. Is, and is, I am not going to lie. I like doing all the floor poses. Yes. I that about I you. <laughs> you like You're the floor up and standing. <laughs> yeah. So what are your, Chrissy, what are your favorite poses? Um, probably cat cow, um, pigeon pose, tree pose, mm-hmm. tree pose is standing. That's my only standing one. Um, yes. Well, I don't know the one that you, I don't know the name of it, but you squat and you put your hands between your legs squatting. What's that one? That's a yogi squat. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I can hold that one for a while. So, and then the one where you're on cat cow and then you slide your arm underneath and you lay on it. So that's thread the needle. Thread the needle. That's my other one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple of other names for it, but most of the time, thread the needle. That's what I would say in a class. If you, I love, uh, I love warrior one and two. I could do them all day. I feel like a goddess of my life. Like I can do anything. I love triangle. I love, um, cat cow for sure. I could do cat cow like all day, just up and down with the breath of it. Um, I am learning to love a few more. Absolutely cannot do tree pose. 1000%. There's not a tree in me. Nope. No tree. (laughs) I can't. I don't know. My knees are like, what? Nope. And I'm like wobbling like a psycho. So I don't know. You know what? You got to get out of your head to do tree pose. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. Yeah. Um, that is a balancing pose. And one of the reasons why we start balancing sequences with tree pose is because it is the hardest one. It is, is a it? transitional. Yes. And it's one of the hardest ones because your body has to be completely aligned. Yeah. And um, your knees have to be like supportive of everything and you have to not worry about leaning and you're just got to like breathe into it. And whoa, that's good to hear that. It's hard. That makes me feel a little no, better. It's hard. So you got, you got to get out of your head. So it's, it's hard. It's very hard to do that. What are now. your favorite ones, Lisa? I would say, um, oh, and just, just a quick recap, uh, warrior one is probably one of the toughest poses to do hands down, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I want you to like pat yourself on the back a little bit because warrior one, it can be very difficult as far as alignment and foot placement. And a lot of people aren't used to having their hips shining forward. We're used to having our hips, you know, to the side, which is where they naturally want to go. So anyways, 
should be proud of yourself for that one. Yay. Um, yes. Um, I'm a, I love balancing sequences and it's because they challenge me the most. So tree pose, um, doing a, a dance dancers. Yes. But I would say more a half moon, half moon is delightful to me. And I don't know if it's because I feel like a floating goddess when I'm in it. I don't know. Could be. See, it's how um, you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a big, I always get a little tinge of excitement when we go into a balancing sequence in a class because those are bomb for sure. Yeah. So, so let's talk about how you feel when you do it. So when, when we are in these poses and we have, maybe we're in a state of worry or we're trying to figure something out or we're worried about pain or we're thinking about the next thing on our list, what are you thinking about breath? Are you thinking about the muscle? Are you thinking about the movement? Or are you like, I'm opening my crown chakra and I'm up to like spiritual enlightenment? Like where, where's, what's the process? The process, and it's different for everyone, but I will tell, uh, I'll tell you that yoga is breath. Yoga is breath. When they tell you, when uh, some instructors tell you to breathe into the pose, um, you truly have to put your breath in that pose. If you're doing a hip opener, if you're doing warrior two, you have to breathe into that. You'll see how I'm like kind of recreating it here. <laughs> you have to put your breath into your legs. That is the most foundational part of warrior two or even warrior one or any warrior series uh, basically is that you, you have to breathe. So I would say focus on your breath. Most yoga instructors will instruct you to come back to your breath. And that is also to um, keep you focused and present on the mat. And it is also because you need your breath in order to kind of keep your brain from talking you out of the pose, from mm -hmm. fully committing into the pose. Um, as far as uh, now something I like to think about when I'm doing yoga is aligning chakras. And I kind of like to do a little deep dive while I'm sitting, uh, in a quick, uh, state before I start my practice or doing cat and cow. Am I feeling in cat and cow? Am I feeling a chakra that's not aligned? Are my solar plexus feeling kind of janky or is the uh, root chakra, <laughs> root chakra for me? is um, janky on the reg, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our roots are deep, girl. They're, they're so, it's so bad. So, um, bad. so yes, I will do a quick check-in with chakras because you will definitely, if you're in tuned, and I'm not always in tuned, but if you're in tuned, you, you will feel um, some definite wonderful things with the chakras. I also feel like you need to go to a place, number one, and this goes back to breath and also aligning chakras or anything like that. You just need to be present. Um, stay present on your mat. Don't think about what you got to do. Don't think about what just happened. Don't think about that grocery list you got to make. Don't think about, you know, how your kid's driving you nuts. You've got to stay present because if you don't, you will hurt yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Even in a yin practice, um, if you're just pissed off at the world and you get into a pyramid pose or you get into a triangle pose or you get into a pigeon pose um you will hurt yourself if you are not present on that mat yeah. you'll overstretch 
you'll over, you'll misalign something, you'll throw yeah. off an alignment. So um, I would say the process of feeling is to bring your feelings inward and focus on the practice itself. Yeah. For sure. Christy, that's probably what I was doing all that time is I was just like, I'm so angry, but I'm going to yeah. yoga it out. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to, I'm going to master this. I'm going to master it on Friday. And I'm going to say one day I've mastered it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, don't master the ones you hate. Don't well, I love, I go to your house and you're like the master. You're like, that. you're doing it. You've done it so many years. You have no pain when you're done. You're free fly away girl after yoga. And I'm like, why can't I be the free fly away yoga girl? Like you're in, you're in your ego too much. You got to get out of that. You got to get out. And we all sense. do it. We all do it. It changes from day to day. There's days sense. where I have the most fluid, angelic, like practices. And then there's days where I'm like, did I forget how to do this? <laughs> do I need to like get a YouTube tutorial and like, or, I mean, I, I'm so, you know, it's just, we had changes from day to day. That is really good to hear. And I'm sure really good for our listeners to hear that you are not going to be a yoga master every single day. And if you fall out of a pose or fart through a pose, it's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 100%. I think the thing I love about yoga too, is that it is a not, it's a judgment free zone um, mm -hmm. where you go into a gym and like people are lifting and they're trying to like hit all these crazy cardio, you know, PRs and work out of the day. And it's like, Oh, you got to do all this stuff. But no, if you, if you sit down in your mat and you literally get into three poses or you do three stretches, you have already mastered the, the mat. If you have been able to stay present for two and a half minutes, tomorrow, it may be five tomorrow. It may, you know, next year, it may be 15. You've already mastered the practice of yoga. It is 100% judgment-free when it, it comes to 100%. That's why I love it. I love it too, for that reason. And I also love it because there's different levels. So like, you don't have to be, a, you don't have to be able to straighten your legs on a downward dog pose. I can't. <laughs> My, my legs are like but some people go into it and it's like their legs are completely straight. Their arms are completely straight. They love it. I hate downward dog. I hate it, <laughs> but it's, there's always levels for everyone. So bend your legs, use a block, have a strap, yes. use a towel, like whatever you have around to help you get through those poses with, um, I don't know what you want to call them. Like handicaps, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, moderation. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So we modify modifying my yoga instructor now who's uh, taking me through my yoga teacher training is wonderful with that. She's like, look, bent knees are your friend in yeah. downward. Dog. Like, don't be ridiculous. You do not have to get your heels to the ground. That's crazy. Like some people just have tighter muscles and tighter ligaments and, you know, hips or, you know, someone could have been in a car accident at a young age and has shifted their body alignment. So there is zero, zero judgment, zero judgment on that mat. So so many modifications. When we yes. first started, we did a few and it, this girl loved downward dogs. I don't know what it was. And when I was like, Chrissy, if I have to do one more downward dog, I'm going to explode. Like, yeah. well, we're going downward again. Here we go. We were like, why? why? And like, I hate it. Neck and so shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> shoulders and wrists. Oh my goodness. And they say like, what? Get in that child's pose. Like, That's forget all those downward. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. off those wrists. 
I mean, that's crazy, you know, like for sure. I think there's benefits to both what you say, where you're like physical and moving and going, flowing through it. And then with Chrissy, it's like the holding and the breathing. I would say definitely try both go slow. You know, like Lisa says, it's a judgment-free zone. This is you finding you in the place and, and calming your monkey, understanding that your body is not perfect and that there are no achievements to unlock, Kaylin. None. You can do whatever levels that you need (laughs) and don't compare yourself to the yogis of the world. I mean, there's a lot of advice on this podcast. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. See, this is why yoga found you, Lisa, because this, the world needs this. So, um, and I, it's coming soon for Lisa. Just when it comes, we will, we'll have uh, her back on the pod when she's teaching people and showing it to the world and we'll share her site and her classes. Uh, But for now, this advice, if you're just starting out or you're trying to be a yoga master, should helpfully help you on your way. This is exciting. Yes. yes. Yay. Yay. Okay, time flies, but we're going to leave you with this. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at CBC Inked. And you can find me on Instagram, CHR1SSY underscore rice r-i-c-e and lisa where can we find yes. you instagram is swerve mom it's a kind of play on words so it's it's a play on words from when i was younger it's funny it's s-w-u-r-v-m-o-m and we have had a couple of requests for questions about what we are doing here and we are happy to answer those uh we have a dedicated email at heal your life with us podcast at gmail.com so email us and we are so excited to let you know that we have opened up our pod to donations because sharing is caring and we'd love to keep this pod ad free so Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. You're amazing. You no, make me go do yoga. Thank you. I'm so excited you joined us and taught us yes. all about yoga today. So excited. And you guys, please keep doing what you're doing. It's huge. It's massive. It's epic information for the masses. And I'm so excited to thank, be thank here. You. I'm so excited for y'all. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.